Good evening and welcome to From the 80s View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. And as I do before every show, I'd like to give honor to God who's the head of my life because without him, none of the things that I do in life in as a husband, as a father, uh, as a professional, none of those things will be possible. I'd like to welcome Mr. Will Logan to our show today. Will, how you doing? Doing good. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, Will is a, a young and up and coming athletics administrator uh, on the East Coast, and we'll get to that more. But Will, really quickly, man, I just want to talk to you about some of the topics that we're going to cover in today's episode. Um, Will, what does tran- the transition from coach to AD mean to you in, in a sentence or so? Um. I feel like it was a natural transition for me. Um, obviously, having a lot of experience being a coach, um, I think a lot of those responsibilities and um, a lot of the things that I have passion for made the easy transition to become an athletic director. That's great. That's great. And then, and then in athletics, as a leader, what does uh, mentoring colleagues mean to you, Will? Oh, I think it's huge. I think that's how a lot of us got our start. Um, I believe in paying back those um, that's paved the way for us and, and continue to help bring up those younger uh, administrators and coaches that are looking to try to make that transition. Well, thanks for that, Will. These and more topics on From the 80s View. Let's get it. Welcome back to From the 80s View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown, and we have with us today Mr. Will Logan, Athletic Administrator, AD, at uh, Community College in South Jersey. I'll let him tell you a little bit more about that. Um, Will, where are you at? What school are you at? What what, uh, athletics department are you leading? And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I'm currently the athletic director at Camden County College. Um, at Camden County College, we currently have 15 sports, um, varying from basketball, baseball, softball, wrestling, um, and a few other sports. Um, we are an NJCAA Division Three program. Um, we compete in the Garden State Athletic Conference, um, and in the NJCAA, we are Region 19. Um, currently, I am from Philadelphia, born and raised. Uh, went to Lock Haven University, where I played basketball. Um, from there, became a graduate assistant coach at Missouri Baptist University, where I received my master's. Um, and from there, started on a 12-year stretch of being um, an assistant coach, head coach for basketball, with also some um, administrative duties, which led me to where I am now. That's amazing. That is amazing, Will. And um, you and I met on LinkedIn, and, and I tell everybody that wants to to hear it, I think that LinkedIn is God's social media page because I've met so many outstanding individuals, females, males that have impacted my life. And I've had an opportunity to share like I'm sharing right now with, uh, you know, up and coming, uh, athletics administrators. So I, I appreciate it that will, and let's get into, um, our first topic. Will. You you mentioned that you have uh, you've been a student athlete. Yep. 
you went from student athlete to into coaching as an assistant coach. Then you were a head coach. Um, you uh, were a graduate assistant, making your way, your transition from uh, being an, a student athlete into uh, what currently is now your role as an athletics administrator. What has that journey been, right? And what does the transition from coaching to athletics administrator, athletics administration, what has that meant to you, Will? Well, the journey's been fun. Um, like I said, I've been blessed. Basketball has given me a lot of opportunities, um, obviously from, you know, being able to get a degree, um, then just the opportunity to travel different places, meet different people in different places. Um, between all the places that I've coached from Missouri Baptist University to the University of Bridgeport to uh, Rowan College, South Jersey, um, I've had the ability to almost coach in almost every state in the country. Um, I've been able to recruit in almost every state in the country, build a lot of really good relationships. Um, so that journey from, you know, transitioning from a student athlete to a coach has been a great experience. Um, met a lot of great people, um, been able to do a lot of traveling and um, experience a lot of different things. Um, and then on that way from, you know, coaching, um, having those different opportunities and extra responsibilities that come with being a Division II or NAI assistant coach, which is um you know, you're not always going to be just directly a coach. You're going to have to do game management and compliance responsibilities. Um, so those things and working with those administrators and those different responsibilities um, kind of opened my eyes up to the administration world. And that was something definitely in the back of my mind as I was going through my coaching career that I knew that at some point I wanted to transition to. Absolutely. And and. Your journey is a lot like, you know, uh, many other athletics administrators, right, where you go from being a student athlete and, and playing at a high level and, you know, your passion for being in athletics and being around athletics leads you to the opportunity to become a leader of athletics, right, and, uh, and multiple things. But Will, as I looked at uh, at some of your bio, right, you've been inside of athletics in many different uh, areas, right? Can you talk to the audience a little bit about those things? I think you've been in compliance. You've been in academic development. You've been in student success. Can you talk about some of those uh, particular uh, uh, entities or silos inside of athletics that has led you to being where you are right now at, uh, uh, at your institution. Right. Yeah. So, um, started off at Missouri Baptist, um, where I did, um, some compliance work, um, with eligibility, which opened my eyes up to really understanding, you know, uh, what goes on and, and the behind the scenes of as far as getting student athletes eligible and getting them ready. And then also what it takes to continue to get them, um, I'll keep them eligible throughout their career. Um, so it started it there. Um, and then from there, that kind of transitioned to when I started to go to other colleges and become an administrator, um, academic liaison and student success manager, um, really focusing on supporting the student athletes, 
um, and making sure that not only they're staying eligible, but we're preparing our student athletes for what comes after college and, you know, making sure that they're getting degrees where they can get internships and, and different job opportunities once they're done and they graduate. Um, and then also giving them an um, additional network. I have a handful of um, former student athletes that I coach that are now currently in coaching, whether it's at the college level or the high school level, um, and they're having a lot of success so far. So I think all those things kind of tied into my personal passion, um, which sure. is helping our student athletes, uh, mentoring the student athletes, develop them into, um, you know, people that are going to be leading us forward um, as we get older and they kind of take over and transition to those positions. And and that happens, right? Yeah. You will be in year 25 or year 30 of your career, and you will have an individual that you coached, an individual that you mentored, an individual that was in your network that will come back and they will say, hey, well, you know, here's a situation that I have. Can you help me? Can you coach me through this situation, right? Whether they are at the coaching level at that time and want your mentorship because athletic administrators coach coaches, right? Or if they are an athletic administrator new to uh, to their uh, institution and they just are seeking your advice, how important were the roles that you that you had compliance development, uh, academic development, um, your student success? How important were those jobs? to the career that you have right now as the boss, right? You're sitting in the chair right now. How important were those jobs to the job that you have right now? I think in order to, for me to have success at what I do now, um, having those experience of being on the front line. Um, so that way I can have those relationships and also I can relate to you know, what the coaches are dealing with on the front line, um, what the student athletes are dealing with on the front line. So those experiences early as the student success and dealing with some of the compliance things, I never lose sight of those things because I have an understanding of what's going on on the front line. So that way, now that I'm in a position um, of not a power in the administration, you know, now I can go and really figure out how we can support the student athletes and the coaches, how I could create proposals to um, submit to my higher ups to, to make sure that we are supporting and giving the student athletes the best support that we could possibly can in order for them to be successful um, and transition them to the next steps. That is, that is so important, Will. And one thing that um, my, my, my current boss says and and other um leaders that i've been under right had the pleasure to be under it's about two words student success yep. right if the student success is at a high rate you as a leader have success right if the student success is not at a higher level then there are some challenges. There's some things that, you know, as a as a leader, you have to uh, work on. I was talking to a colleague um, the other day and um, it, it, he equated it to um, being in a car. Right. You know, you think when you go to a car, you're driving at 10 and 2. Right. Mm -hmm. But even in driving at 10 and 2, 
sometimes you have to turn the wheel one way. Sometimes you have to turn the wheel the other way to make minor adjustments, right? That's what athletics leadership is about. That's what athletics administration is all about, is making those minor adjustments to make sure that we are trying to arrive at that student success, right? That common goal, okay? Um, Will, stay with us because we're going to come right back and pick up another topic. Um, You are watching From the AD's View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. We'll be right back after this break. Water, it's everywhere. We drink it, we bathe with it, we cook with it. Coffee's made with water. Toilets won't flush without it. It's used for washing clothes, dishes, utensils, pots, pans, floors, and our teeth. Plants and crops need water. Animals drink it. And fish need it too. And don't forget, we can have a lot of fun in the water. Water. What will we do without it? From the creative team that brought you The Browning Project and Dead by Morning comes a new thriller that will change the way you look at white-collar crime forever. Falling from the sky. Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group. Podcast, virtual events, webinars, streaming shows, and so much more. We want to be your partner in all things virtual. Welcome back. Uh, you are watching From the 80s View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. Uh, before we bring our guests, our special guest, Mr. Will Logan, back on the show, I want to talk a little bit about my book. Um, we have uh, my book here, and uh, it's How Black Men Overcome Racial Barriers and the Status Quo in NCAA Institutions, a Narrative Inquiry. The book was written um, from my um, my dissertation, and uh, basically the book is about how mentoring and uh, uh, networking can help individuals uh, overcome any perceived or real barriers. You see the QR code up in the upper right-hand corner of uh, the screen, and it will be there periodically through the rest of the show. Um, if you'd like to get in contact with me, uh, you can reach me at uh, cedricmbrown.org, which is my, uh, my, my personal page. Or you can get me on LinkedIn at Cedric M. Brown, uh, Ph.D. Um, or my new email, you can reach me at fromtheadsview at gmail.com. And if you, would, if you like what you see on our show, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Cedric M. Brown. Um, Let's bring back our special guest, Mr. Will Logan. Will, um, we've talked about uh, several topics, uh, you being uh, 
a young up and coming athletics administrator. Um, uh, I liken it to uh, when they talk about 40 under 40. Uh, I think that you are definitely uh, in that category. And if they haven't uh, called you 40 under 40 yet, I think that uh, before you reach that 40 year age, that you will definitely be an, uh, an administrator that is um, thought of in that category because I believe that the things that you're doing uh, are outstanding. Uh, I didn't know that you, um, until I read your bio, Will, that you were also at Missouri Baptist um, where I taught at. I taught in Missouri at Missouri Baptist in 2018 to 19, and I believe uh, probably maybe nine or ten years earlier you were there as a graduate assistant uh, coach for men's basketball. Um, uh, Dr. Smith, uh, who recently retired, was uh, your AD at oh, that yeah. time. And, and Dr. Smith is uh, such a wonderful uh, individual and uh, such a pillar in, uh, in the city of St. Louis. And mm-hmm. what he's done, at, what he did, and what he built at Missouri Baptist University is second to none. I mean, Dr. Smith is a class act. Can you speak to your, um, your experiences under Dr. Smith while you were there? Oh, yeah. Uh, Dr. Smith was great. Um, he was the first athletic director that really kind of locked in on, you know, leadership, um, serving leadership. Um, he was very, in a good way, very anal about making sure that we're organized, we're prepared for the season. Um, he really gave that structure that I use today from coaching and then also into my administration as far as being organized, paperwork, um, coaches' handbooks, student handbooks, um, just being detailed, keeping files on everything. Um, he was very, very good um, from an administration standpoint, and he was also easy to talk to. Um, obviously, his uh, belief and his um, love for, for God was um, was strong, and he was always somebody as a mentor that you could go and talk to on the side about different things that's going on personally. Um, he was always willing to help. Um, he was stern when he needed to be, but he Absolutely. also passionate and and he again he was relatable um he never he never was a an athletic director that felt like he was above anybody he was a guy that was willing to do the dirty work with with everybody else on the front line so yeah dr smith was great i'm I'm definitely happy i had an opportunity to work for him and um he did some amazing things from even when i started all the way up to as i was leaving they got the new facility they started football I mean, he he took that program a long way from where it started when I first got there. Absolutely. And, you know, being in St. Louis with uh, Missouri Baptist and with Lindenwood and seeing the the trajectory that Lindenwood has gone through, going from Division three, going to Division two and now Division one. You know, I, I'm hoping that um, the powers that be at Missouri Baptist have some type of thought process of maybe down the road one day, you know, being a um, being a division one program because they the facilities are, you know, are up and coming uh, right there in St. Louis. And so it's it's uh, it's amazing. The second topic uh, will that we are going to discuss um, how important is it in athletics to mentor your colleagues. You just spoke about Dr. Smith, uh, former AD at Missouri Baptist University. You spoke about, you know, his willingness to 
um, to listen, to to guide, to mentor. How important is is it for you to mentor your colleagues as they're coming up through their careers? Um, I think it's huge. Um, and again, I kind of go back to um, my experience and my philosophy as a coach. Um, you know, my job as a coach wasn't only just to coach them and prepare them for games and try to win championships, but, you know, prepare them for the next step, um, whether it be career, fatherhood, whatever that case may be. Um, so I have the same philosophy going in as an administrator. Um, like you said earlier, um, as an administrator, my job is to coach and mentor our coaches. Um, but then also, you know, as an administrator, when there are coaches that are looking to make that transition or um, young administrators that are looking to move up in the world, um, it's my job to give them the information, to communicate with them, um, give them anything that I can give. Um, story for me was um, I was coaching and one of my friends from Philadelphia was also a college coach and he made that transition a little bit earlier before me. Um, He's currently the assistant AD at Princeton for diversity and equity. Um, so um, when he made that, I kind of reached out to him and asked him a few questions of what he did and what he thought and how was the transition and process. And again, just him being open with me and mentoring me, um, he helped prepare me to get to the point where I was ready to make that transition. So um, again, full circle situation, I think it's important that um, we have the ability to um, seek mentorship so that way we can get better, but also give mentorship to those who are looking for that information. That is so prevalent um, to what we do, right? Having someone that you can reach out to um, when you are in a situation that is new to you um, uh, prior to coming onto the show, Will, we spoke about um, what your uh, what some of your challenges may be with uh, fundraising, right? Because as an athletics administrator, fundraising is a big part of what we do. And you were sharing that your fundraising is through facility rental and facility management, right? Um, how has um, the mentors that you've had, right? Because I'm sure when you were at Missouri Baptist or when you were, you know, at uh, the other institutions that um, you were part of um, fundraising campaigns or uh, uh, donor events and things like that. Um, what are you doing now um, in conjunction with facilities rental to help you um, facilitate different things like that? And how have your mentors helped you? Uh, in that process? Uh, well, having a mentor to speak with about um, different fundraising options have been huge. And um, obviously sharing information, sharing some of the uh, forms that they use for fundraising, um, putting together ideas as far as like golf outings, um, different type of 30-day uh, drives where uh, we try to get on the phones or we get through emails and try to get donations through there. Um, just getting different ideas and, and different processes of how to attack fundraising. Um, fun, like you said, fundraising for athletic department, no matter what level it is, is huge. Um, everybody has to fundraise. It's, it's an important part of it. Um, building those relationships with alumni and, and giving back to the community are big pieces that I've gotten from my mentors as far as trying to create fundraising opportunities with sponsors um, and alumni. So, uh, 
yeah, just having those relationships for somebody that's already done it and getting that information and taking some of the things that they've done and then tweak it for your situation because everybody's situation is a little bit different has been huge. They are. They are. And uh, uh, you're watching from the AD's view with your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. Uh, you can catch us on Sundays at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. We are talking to Mr. Will Logan, uh, up-and-coming uh, athletics administrator. Uh, and we're talking a little bit about uh, his journey from coaching to athletics administration. Uh, we share some of the same uh, spaces and, and and it still blows my mind, Will, that um, I didn't realize that you were also a Spartan and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and I, I taught there and everything. How was your time in St. Louis? I mean, being a, you know, I'm, I'm from New York City. I grew up in the Bronx, right? You in, in Jersey, right? How was it being in the Midwest growing up being an East Coast uh, young person? Honestly, I loved St. Louis. Um, it was a great city. Um, the energy was great. The, the pace of it was a lot different than, than the East Coast, which is a lot faster, a lot more aggressive. Um, St. Louis, a lot more laid back. Um, everybody was friendly. There was a lot of things to do outside of work as far as, you know, um, having downtime. And um, there were a lot of great things with the, the museums and the zoos that were all free because of Anheimer Bush was paying for a lot of those things. The sports um, teams were great. They didn't have a basketball team, but I mean, there were enough college basketball teams in the area where you could get your fix. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed every moment of it. You know, if an opportunity came around, I, I wouldn't mind going back because St. Louis definitely was a, a great city to stay in for a while. So let me ask you this. Emo's pizza or a slice from the, <laughs> from, from the from the corner, you know what I'm saying? The slice with the with the yoo-hoo or a slice with the you know with the canned soda. You know, what what did you think about Emo's pizza? Uh, I used to get in arguments all the time out there about Emo's pizza, man. I mean, I, I understand it, but I'm always going to stick with my East Coast slices. Always, always. Absolutely. Because <laughs> there's nothing like there's nothing like going, hey, let me get a, let me get a slice. Let me yep. get a cheese slice. And you get that bad boy and you take that bad boy and you fold it in half and let yep. some of and let, let some of the grease drop off on, on to, onto the to the wax paper. And you yep. take that first bite. You know what I'm saying? And get you a straw because, you know, on the East Coast, we got to have a straw inside that yep. inside that Coke, you know what I mean? Or, or whatever you're drinking. But uh, it it is it has been um, so rewarding to be able to go have our uh, industry, whether it be playing as a student athlete. I was a student athlete at the Division One level or being an athletics administrator right now. Like you said, it's taking you all over the country right and to go from the east coast and then to go to the midwest and now back to you know where it all started for you how rewarding is that to come full circle will you know start where you started go where you went learn grow educate yourself you know get tools and then come back, and now you're serving the community that you were part of growing up. How special is that for you? Oh, man, it's been surreal just because when I started the journey, you just never know where you're going to land. 
you know, again, um, what we talked about as far as the mentorship piece, you know, when I first got into coaching, you know, one of the few things that some of the college coaches told me is, hey, you just never know where you're going to land. Um, be open to any opportunities or positions. It could be in the city. It could be in the middle of nowhere in a little hick town. And you just got to take the opportunity and make the best of it, out of it if you're passionate about it. And that's what you want. So, you know, being able to be open to those things and, and take chances and take opportunities and, and kind of bet on myself um, with some of these opportunities have definitely, um, you know, moved me around the country. But to be able to be able to go through those different things and then end up back here has been huge as far as um, my growth and development. Um, I think it's important. You know, I went to St. Louis fresh out of college. You know, that was my first job. So. I had no safety net when I went out there. So I went out there on my own. It was just like, hey, I just got to make it work. Um, but, you but, know, East Coast, you know, you, yeah, I'll, I'll you know, figure you, out, you, you, you figure it out, you know, because you, you've done you've done more with less. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, um, and the last thing before we close, Will, um, I'd like to ask each one of my uh, my guests. Um, Will, what does faith or what does spirituality or spiritualness mean to you, man? Oh, it's everything. Um, I was raised on it. Um, it's been in my life since I was a child. My mom's been huge on it. Grandmother's been huge on it. Um, some of the chances that I've took and and the jobs that I took have been on faith, you know, because um, like I said before, getting into this field, you just never know where you're going to land, where it's going to take you. Um, so having that strength of faith, having that confidence um, in faith, knowing that everything is going to work out no matter what um, has been, you know, the number one thing in my life pushing me forward um, in my career. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Will, um, if individuals would like to reach out to uh, athletic director Will Logan, um, how can they connect with you? How can they contact you? You can reach me by email. It's uh, wlogan21 at gmail.com um, or through my LinkedIn, which is uh, William Logan um, MSE um, on LinkedIn also. Okay. Okay. And like I said, you know, if uh, those of you uh, watching our show, listening on, uh, on our, our podcast uh, formats, um, reach out to Will Logan because he is a rising star in the uh, world of athletics. And um, if you have uh, individuals that uh, are looking for a quality uh, start in education, um, I'm a JUCO guy. Um, they are don't believe any of the myths that you hear. You hear about JUCO. Um, it's an opportunity for you to uh, have uh, uh, your 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 son, your daughter to go into education and be able to be comfortable as they uh, acclimate themselves into the, the field of higher education, reach out, reach out and, and find out more because some of the myths about community colleges, two-year schools are absolutely bogus. So um, if you have an opportunity, you're on the East Coast, you're in South Jersey, and uh, Camden uh, uh, Community College is somewhere where you think that your son or daughter could uh, have an impact and uh, continue a uh, athletic career, reach out to Mr. Will Logan because uh, he is a rising star. And uh, I believe he's going to be 40 under 40 uh, in no time. So, Will, thank you so much for being a part of uh, From the 80s View. I thank you. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, Cedric, for having me. I appreciate being on. Absolutely. And uh, as I as I do all the time, I, I so thank uh, my special guest, Mr. Will Logan, for being 
a part of the show. And as I close, um, uh, you know, I think about uh, my career and and how I've come, you know, kind of full circle from starting as a um, uh, in the NCAA in coaching and then now coming all the way back as an administrator. Um, I just want to, you know, let everybody know that uh, dreams, they do come true, right? They do come true. If you continue to work hard, if you continue to put forth the effort and you, um, you know, roll your sleeve up, keep your head down and find those individuals that can pour into uh, your life and pour into your career, uh, seek those individuals out. And um, as always, uh, I thank you for being a part. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Cedric M. Brown. Uh, subscribe to the channel for more open and honest conversations on From the 80s View. Good night and God bless.